They are ambitious. They are supporters. They are hustlers. They champion other women. They are boss babes. The Ottawa Valley is full of boss babes, and I'm here to tell you who they are. Hey, it's Holly from OB Boss Babes Podcast, and I am pleased to present the Ottawa Valley Women's Collective, where each week I feature two powerful women from our community to talk about how they are making a difference through community building, women empowerment, business awareness, and volunteerism. Follow along on social media at OB Boss Babes Podcast and see how these female leaders are choosing to challenge. Sponsored in part by OB Boss Babes Podcast, Your TV, the Ottawa Valley Tourist Association, Enterprise Renfrew County, and MyFM. Hello, 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 and welcome to the OV Boss Babes podcast. Social media is more important than ever right now, and everyone is jumping into the online space if they weren't there already. Our world is ever-evolving, and after the pandemic hit, our entire world jumped online. As we are constantly on our phones and showcasing our brands virtually, we've all had to step up our game to step to stand out and create trusting relationships with not only our clients, but our followers. And who better to show you exactly how to do just that than this boss babe herself? Please welcome the Ottawa Valley's most trusted branding expert, social media guru, and marketing strategist, Amanda Walker from Amanda Talker Media. Thank you, Holly. Hello, everyone. Girl, how are we doing? Good. I'm so excited to be on the podcast. (laughs) I am super excited to have you, Amanda, although... This is obviously looking a little different than what we had planned. We were supposed to be doing like a branding shoot today. We were supposed to be out, well, not today, but like we were supposed to be out in Calabogie at like a beautiful cafe and we were going to be getting some pictures and sitting down and doing this in person and not over Zoom, but say love. I was so excited for that, but I just kept getting pushed and I'm like, girl, let's do this because yeah, who knows when we'll be able to be like together in person again. Right. Exactly. I mean, we hope that the lockdown doesn't keep getting extended, but I mean, we also didn't think we'd be going through another lockdown like we are, but anyways, so you, my dear, are a local Valley girl. You're born and raised in deep river. So can you tell me a little bit about your background and education? Like, did you ever leave the Valley? Did you live anywhere else? Tell me all the things. So I went to Algonquin when I was about 19 and I went in for business administration because I didn't really know what I wanted to do. And I knew that, you know, you get that certificate, you can work almost anywhere. And my family was very big in with CNL and they're like, get that. And like, you can work at CNL, get a good job and get a good pension. So I went to school for that. Um, and then after that, I actually moved away. I went to Ottawa for about six months and lived with my best friend, Brianna. She's the co-owner of Peacot Yoga. And um, we lived together and I worked at a bankruptcy firm for administration and financing. And then I was really unhappy and I moved back home. I really missed it. I didn't like the city vibe. And then I moved back out again and I went to Montreal. That's where my mother and my brother are living. And I worked downtown there for a couple of firms um, doing administration again for about a year. But then I came back to Deep River again because I just missed that small town vibe. I, I, I know so many people here. I was born and raised here. Uh, my dad's side of the family's here. And I just I missed the small town. I missed the beaches. I missed the fishing. I missed I missed all my friends. So, yeah, and I've been back ever since. It's so funny. I'm actually surprised that you and I never crossed paths at any point because 
your brother was dating my best friend, Lacey, way back in the day. And they dated mm-hmm. for quite a while too. So I'm really surprised you and I like never crossed paths in some regard. Like- I know. I couldn't believe that when he told me that. I love Lacey. She's great. Um, yeah, I couldn't believe that either. I said that too. I love your sister, Erin. She's so great. And I was like, how have I never met this girl? Like we're both so bubbly and outgoing. Like I need to meet her. Oh, I know. I feel the same way. And that's another thing too, is that you and I are both chatterboxes and stuff. Like as soon as I saw your name, Amanda Talker Media, I thought it like immediately clicked too. I was like, Amanda Talker. Okay. She must be like a talker, you know, like, and what a cool way to implement your that into your name and stuff. And I want to get all into that too, but just to kind of circle back to what you're talking about, like both of your parents uh, worked at CNL as did mine and anybody in the Valley, you know, with parents either in the military or at CNL, they kind of expect their kids, you know, to follow in their footsteps. And, and you actually got on at CNL. Yes. Dad, actually he worked at hydro, but like a lot of my uncles and aunts worked at CNL, but my dad wanted me to work at CNL because a lot of my family did. And, um, I did work at CNL. I worked, uh, with a contractor. Um, I did a lot of contractor work, uh, for like the last 10 years for admin. I liked construction work. I like, um, doing like project development and project coordination work. And that's what I focused a lot on. Um, and I worked with an electrical group, um, doing an upgrade down at CNL, but I, I like CNL and all, but I just found I was really unhappy being behind a desk for eight hours and like not socializing with people. And I just found like I didn't enjoy it a lot. So I moved on um, and I went and worked on base with um, uh, DCC and construction um, on base, developing new projects there. And um, again, I, I moved around again because I wasn't happy and I couldn't find my niche. And um, I just I didn't like being at a desk for eight hours and doing the admin work, it wasn't something that fulfilled me anymore. Um, so I moved into social services department for the County of Renfrew and Pembroke. And I really liked that. That was different because like I was interacting with a lot more people and I was, I felt like I was making a change. I was in the housing department and like, I had a lot of clients that I was helping and a lot of clients that, you know, really liked me. And, um, I felt like I was making a change. I liked it, but it was a contract position. And that's when I discovered that I wanted to do the Amanda Talker media business. So I, um, COVID obviously hit and I stopped working at the County and, um, then I went back for a bit and then I decided that I was going to go full-time into my business. So I've been, I've been doing that for the last few months and I was literally only there for a month and I was like, my business started taking off. So I was like, I'm ready. Like, I want to leave. Like, I want to do this. COVID's happening. I don't feel safe going into work anymore. And like, I'm traveling to Pembroke every day from Deep River. And I just want to be at home and be around my son more and, you know, do my own business and be there more for my clients. So I just took the leap in November and I've been, I haven't looked back. I love it. I enjoy it. It's definitely hard. Um, this lockdown again, you know, I can't do as much as I normally do with photography and stuff. So yes, it's hard, but I still, I love it and I don't regret it. You know, that's awesome. That's so nice to hear, you know, that you found your passion, even though it's been there the whole time. And, and you're right, Amanda, like, it doesn't sound like, you know, you being stuck behind a desk was where you were meant to be. You're meant to be behind a camera and interacting with people. And, 
and chatting and, and seeing people in person. And it sucks that, you know, you went to pursue this full-time in November and then a month later we go into lockdown and we're still there. Yeah. I, I was really, I a hundred percent had like an anxiety attack when that happened. Cause I was like, Oh my God, I just quit my full-time job, like security pension benefits, mm-hmm. all this stuff that like all my family, they're very supportive, but they were also like, is this the right decision? Like, do you know what you're doing? You know? And I was like, yes, this is what I want to do. This is what makes me happy. And then this happened. I'm like, oh my gosh. Like I was like waking up at three in the morning thinking, did I make the right decision here? But like, honestly I did. Yes. It's, it's tighter. I have to live by a tighter budget. I, I work longer days, but it's not really work for me because I'm so passionate about it. And I love it. I love helping people with social media. I love helping people tell their story and growing their brand and, you know, I can still do a lot of my work because it's online. Um, The photography side of it suffers a bit, but I know eventually I'll get back into that and I can't wait for that day. But honestly, I don't regret it at all. And you are very passionate about your work and it really shows in how you portray yourself on your social media pages, Amanda. Like you, you show the collaboration side, you show like you have tips and tricks all the time. And then you're also showing, you know, your home life and, you know, things like behind the camera, which is nice. But do you have any formal education or background in photography, brand strategy and videography at all? So honestly, I took photography in high school and that's it. Like I took marketing and um, business courses when I went to school for business administration. Um, And I just took like the basics on that. And then Uh, in the past year, I've taken a few courses online just to like touch up on photography. Um, but like, it's mainly self-taught. I research stuff in marketing and I research stuff in branding and I watch a lot of videos and I read and stuff. Like I always keep up with the latest trends and make sure to educate myself, but it's all like passion and research that I do on my own. I really think that people think that they need this university degree to be good in a certain field, but you don't need that. There's people who go to school for years to be teachers and stuff, and they never get the job in the field that they actually get the education for, you know, Mm -hmm. like I find you really like something and you're passionate about it. And I couldn't afford to go back to school. So I had to teach myself a lot of the things. And, you know, I excelled in a lot of these categories just by self-teaching. And let's talk about your name, Amanda Talker Media. So where did you come up with this and why did you go with Amanda Talker instead of your last name Walker? So I've always been called Amanda Talker since I was a little girl um, because I was a chatterbox in class and everything I was always getting in trouble because I was always the kid that talked but I was I was teased a lot as a kid too because I was always really loud my family is known for being really loud when they talk Um, and I've been a very eccentric person like I feel my emotions um um, bigger than normal people, I guess. Like, I don't, I don't really know how to express that, but like, I just, I'm very passionate and I'm very eccentric and some people, you know, they don't really like that. They, they want me to tone it down. And I was told that a lot growing up that I need to tone it down and, you know, be quiet and not be so sensitive, not be so eccentric. And I was always really self-conscious of that. So when I got to my teens, I did tone it down a bit because like I was kind of hiding that about me because I thought it was a flaw. And then I had my son and I realized like he's a lot like me and he's loud and he's eccentric and I don't ever want him to not be who he is and think that, you know, he needs to hide who he is or be someone else because people don't accept him. So 
I was like, you know what? Screw this. Like I am who I am and I'm going to embrace that. And I am a beautiful person and I have a lot of love to give people. And I'm not going to let other people, you know, dictate who I am. You're making me tear up as you're saying this, Amanda, like how beautifully said is that, that, you know, we should not have to apologize for who we are and the type of person that we are, you know, I mean, we're all different for a reason. And I I remember seeing this one quote one time about, um, you know, be the best peach that you can, because not everybody is going to like peaches, but there will be people who like peaches or something along those lines, but it's so true. Exactly. And like, you know, some people aren't like that. They're not loud and eccentric and that's fine too. You know what I mean? But why dim your light? You know what I mean? You're Mm -hmm. happy. Wow. That's who you are. Who cares what anyone else thinks? You know what I mean? As long as you're happy and like you'll jive with some people and some people won't like you. And that's the way of the world. Um, but let's talk about more about your business. So a lot of your background and expertise is humanizing brands through, through storytelling and driving innovation. And, and right now our platform for our brand's exposure is on social media and the pandemic has shifted the way that we showcase ourselves since we aren't able to purchase or, or use businesses in the service-based industry, such as like yourself to have you on location, uh, to film in person. So photographers and videographers are getting creative through brand and, and product promotion, um, so can you talk a little bit about this? I know I threw a lot, I, I threw a lot there at you, but uh, can you just explain why it's crucial for businesses to utilize your services during this extended lockdown? So what I offer is I do like social media mentoring and social media management. So it's two different things. Um, and I also offer like branding. So like logo, logo design and like figuring out what your color fonts are, figuring out, you know, what your mission is, what you want to accomplish, what you want to do setting up your social media for you and, um, you know, figuring out your brand and your story and how you want to tell it, how you want to portray it and just basically like reeling you in. Right. Um, so like the social media mentoring is more like you're doing it, you're posting and everything, but I'm helping you. Like I'll give you a monthly content schedule. That's going to be like, okay, like do a behind the scenes or like give a tip or, you know, I'll give you ideas and I'll, you can ask me any questions. It's unlimited support. You can text me anytime when we have like a strategy meeting every month. And, um, I also include branding photos. So I'll come and take branding photos or like do product photos. And I'll show you how to utilize those on your pages and how to talk about it and build your content. And then I also like show you how to do reels and like how to get comfortable with social media. Cause a lot of people find it overwhelming and they just don't understand it. And like the algorithm or like how it works or what you need to be doing or what hashtags to be using. And I just, I simplify it for you and make it easier for you. So it's not so overwhelming. And then I also do the social media management where I'm posting for you. So a lot of businesses don't have time to be consistent and be posting. Mm-hmm. So I'll go in and I'll have access to your account and I'll do your hashtag research. And then I'll send out beforehand what I'm going to post about what we're going to tackle that month. And I'll post for you. And then you don't have to worry about it. And you're still getting that engagement. And I'm going on your social media and engaging with other accounts and growing your following as well, you know, so interacting with your um, followers, um, commenting on other people's accounts, you know, researching, you know, who you should be following, who your ideal target audience is a lot of things that business I find don't have time for. Um, that's what I do. And that is so important. I think for the, 
I hate saying the world, the word older generation, but it's true because a lot of businesses that I found, you know, especially after the pandemic hit, they didn't have websites. They didn't have Facebook, um, not, uh, not Facebook marketplace, but where you're able to like upload and showcase your products online, like on Facebook or on Instagram, now that they have like Instagram shop and, and something like Facebook marketplace too. Um, but they don't know how to do that. And they don't understand, like you mentioned the, the, uh, Instagram al algorithm and, um, and the importance and use of hashtags and gaining followers. Like you follow those old accounts and they think like one post a month is good enough or one post a week. And, and you're right. Like engaging with followers and your ideal clients is so, so important. Um, so how did the pandemic exactly like impact your business and what are you doing right now to, um, to offer your services to people? So it impacted my photography business quite a bit. Um, obviously I can't really do that right now. Um, so that's hard. Um, but like the social media aspect, I found like it didn't really impact too much. I find people are trying to cut down on their budget because of this lockdown. Cause people don't have mm. the funds available. Right. So, and I get that. And, you know, a lot of times I have people reaching out to me, asking me questions and I have no problem helping you. Like I'm not in it to just like make money. That's not my thing. I want to help businesses. Like I am community, community oriented. Like I grew up here. These, this is my roots here. You know what I mean? So like, I want this community to thrive. So if people need help with something, I'm going to help them. Um, if they don't have the money, like that's not an issue. You know what I mean? If you need help with something, you can always reach out to me and ask me. Um, I've had some businesses where, you know, now that they're at home and stuff, they want to focus on their social media and, you know, they knew nothing about social media getting in with me. And I've had clients that have been on for a couple months and it's like, oh my gosh, like they're getting sales and they're getting people to inquire and they're, they're getting more, um, you know, people messaging them and people engaging and their followings were and they're like, this is crazy. Just being consistent and learning this and learning how to use social media is growing my business. And it's, you know, just teaching them the importance and the basics on how to do that and watching my clients grow. It's, it's really great. Yeah. The world of social media is ever evolving and things are changing, changing constantly. So one of the things that you have to focus on, I mean, you're, you're teaching your clients and followers, um, the ever evolving social media changes, but how do you personally stay up to date on innovative marketing strategies? I'm always researching. Like I, I watch YouTube, I watch TikTok videos. Like I Google stuff. I'm always, you know, I'm always watching other people in my field, you know, um, not saying like watching them to copy them, but watching to see like they're educating people too, you know, and it's, it's a community. So learning from the other people in your field and researching th certain things and reading books and taking online courses, it's always good to like develop and taking those small courses. And I just make sure to always be like, be up on the latest trend because social media is always changing. So like there's a new trend that's coming out. You want to know about it. You want to learn about it. So when you see something new coming out, I'm researching it. I want to know, I want to be the expert in my field. If my clients have a question, I want to be able to help them and answer them. You know, one of the things too, Amanda, that I've noticed with you is that you're not afraid to invest in yourself. And when I say that, um, I mean, like, I'm not saying like putting the money always there because it's not always about investing money. It's also about investing time and energy. And, and like you had said, you know, 
taking the time to research and learn these new things. But why should women not be afraid to invest in themselves? And regardless of a pandemic is going on or not, like you mentioned, like money's a little bit tight right now, but you have to still kind of understand and learn and adapt to the ever-changing strategies, techniques, marketing strategies. For sure. For sure. So like, it's important to invest in your brand, not only as a woman, but like anyone to invest in their brand, you know, like it's, it's important. It's, it's like, for me, I couldn't afford to invest. Like I just started less than a year ago. I have a child, like I have no money for that. And I, I invested quite a bit of money in my, my business this past year, but like investing in that new website and investing in a coach and investing in schooling and investing in courses that you can take and, you know, different things you need to buy that you need, you know, obviously you have to, what's the need and what's the want, you know, you don't want to go like in the hole, but it's some things you have to invest in and you have to pay it off um, in the long run. Like I'm still paying for things, but the investment works out in the, in the long run as well. Like I just invested in a great website and it's, it's, it was worth every penny, you know, like it's, good marketing is important. Good branding is important. It's going to up your brand. It's going to up your business. And if you're not ready to invest or don't have the money, you know, wait until you do, I get that, but it's going to take you to that next level when you can do that. And speaking of creating a personal brand, how can women confidently share their skills and be properly equipped to create their brand and, and be successful in the digital world? Honestly, it's just, taking that step. Like everyone says, well, I'm not ready. Or what if I fail? Or, you know, what if I can't do it? Failure is not a bad thing. You know, like I started and I was not ready. I started because a pandemic hit and I was like, this is the time I had honestly no idea what I was doing when I started. I didn't have a clear vision of my target audience, what I wanted to offer, what my packages were. Like I was all over the place. I was a scatterbrain and I've pivoted probably three times since I've started, but now I've, I've focused. I know my niche. I know what I want to offer. And it took almost a year for me to get there, but it's just starting and like failing is a part of it. I've failed at things. I've made mistakes and I've learned so much and I've grown so much. And now I have the clientele. Just don't be scared. Don't listen to anyone who says you can't do it or think you can't. If you feel like you're ready and you want to take that leap, girl, like just do it. Just jump into it. Get that confidence. You can do it. Like you will pivot. You will learn. You will make mistakes. But so what? You know? Okay. Side note, guys, to my listeners, is anybody else feeling like empowered AF right now after that spiel from Amanda? Like, girl, that you should be a motivational speaker. I am already feeling like so confident. I'm like, yes, I can do this too. <laughs> I love it. Oh, yeah. It's all about the empowerment. Like, we need to lift each other up and support each other as women and like women in business. It's it's so it's so important. And no one is ever really ready. You just got to take that leap and just believe in yourself and just believe in everyone else who's working around you and support each other. And you will get there. Just, you know, envision what you want, figure out your mission and just work like hell to get what you want. Don't let anyone step in your way. 
And speaking of supporting other women, you actually recently partnered with Holly Lard from HA Video Productions to collaborate on a giveaway. And you also both recently worked together with a real estate agency. Now, both of you ladies are in the same industry. And so normally when you see something like that, you see, you know, people in competition, but you two decided to go in together and partner together. And I thought that was like, amazing and what a great way to choose collaboration over competition I'm all about that honestly like I've had a few people in the business since I've started that weren't very nice to me and um it was really hard for me I wanted to quit and you know I don't ever want to step on anyone's toes or make anyone feel uncomfortable or feel like you know I'm a competition like I think there's enough um there's enough room for everyone. That's the way I feel, you know, and it's a community and we can all support each other. And I've known Holly for a little while now and I know her husband, she's, he's good friends with my brother and, you know, she's a great girl and she's in the video production and yes, I can do video, but like, she's great at it. And she just started out and it's like, I want to support her. I want to partner with her. Like we can do great things together. I'll do the photography side. She'll do the video side. And like, we are both huge personalities bubbly we get along great so it was a great partnership like no brainer we did that real estate gig um and we nailed it and we loved it like we loved working together and now we have like realtors like messaging us and wanting to work with us and like we're so excited like we had a call today and she's like oh my god and I'm like oh my god like we're just we're, just, <laughs> we're, we're really psyched we're really like revved up to like not just real estate but like bring um, video production and photography for events and like weddings and real estate and whatever we can. We love working together. When you hire us both, you get a deal, obviously. And um, we're, we're the dynamic duo is what we say. So yes, you guys are. And the winner of your giveaway is going to be one lucky girl, because I thought you like, she is going to just get an amazing package deal, getting the two for one deal with both of you ladies. <laughs> oh, well, thanks. I'm excited to do that too thanks for tuning into the podcast we'll be back after we hear from our sponsors hi and welcome i'm jenna walsh registered dietitian certified diabetes educator and founder of walsh nutrition being born and raised in Renfrew County, the diverse rural setting has encouraged me to expand my nutritional expertise in most traditional areas such as diabetes and weight management, but also in less traditional areas such as digestive health, pediatric nutrition, and eating disorders. As a mom of three busy young ladies, I get the real life struggles. I know the difference between textbook or ideal beliefs around food versus just trying to get through a week. Whether you are looking to change your weight, build a healthier relationship with food, or manage a chronic illness, come chat to see how I can help you reach your goals. For the month of March, join our partnered Field & Fit three-month course with Byla Studio and earn a 50% discount for a friend. Find me at walshnutrition.ca or on Instagram and Facebook at walsh.nutrition. Hey, bombshells and bombsers. Bombshells Tattoos is a female-owned and operated tattoo and piercing studio, offering registered massage therapy as well. With four tattoo artists to serve you and 17 years in the tattoo industry, these ladies, Liz, Carrie, Vanessa, and Jenny, offer many tattoo styles, from traditional to watercolor, pointillism to trash polka, and many more. 
Whether you're looking to commemorate a loved one, a pet, cover up a drunken mistake, or an ex's name, or you just want to get a badass piece of art, Bombshells has got you covered. Julie is available for all of your piercing needs, everything from the navel up. And she also offers a wide array of massage techniques from deep tissue to Indian head massage. They service anyone over from 18 years of age and operate by appointment only. Find them on Facebook and Instagram at Bombshells Tattoo Studio, their website at bombshellstattoostudio.ca and in shop at 1027 Victoria Street in Petawawa. Hey, it's Callie from Cork and Coral in downtown Pembroke, and you're listening to the OV Boss Babes podcast with your host, Holly Molinar. So I'm going to switch over now to talk about, you know, more about social media and Instagram specifically. So one of the things that, you know, women are starting to do is to put their name and face out there. Um, showcasing themselves on, on social media. So like whether that's uh, letting people into their lives, talking to them in their home, showing some so some so-called normalcy instead of like just saying like that they're behind their computer or in their store, um, just showcasing their brand. So why do you think it's important for women to introduce and showcase themselves like that? Your audience wants to connect with who you are. They want to see who's behind the brand. And I always tell my clients this, you know, some clients are like, well, no, like it's a business. Like, I don't want to give my personal information. I don't, and that's fine. Mm-hmm. I get that. But it's also like, you know, I get a lot more traction when I talk about, you know, that I, you know, I may suffer for anxiety or I'm a mom or I show my son or I show that I'm, I'm an everyday person like anyone else. You know what I mean? Like I'm the same as anyone else looking at me or any of my viewers. People want to see who you are, who is behind this brand, who built this brand. Yes. They want to not get to know just your brand. They want to get to know you as a person. It's important to have that connection. That you hit the nail on the head right there. It's so true because yes, you can showcase your products and try to sell to people all day, but that doesn't form an actual genuine connection or relationship. And you want to build that trust with, with your clients and followers too. And like you said, you know, you showcase, like you said about, you know, you're open about talking about your anxiety and, and yeah, you have a son and everybody can see that. And it's not like you're saying like, you know, you're just putting your son out there um, on the stand and, and on this platform, but you're showcasing, you know, that sense of normalcy and showing bits and pieces of your life, which I think that people can connect with and actually really enjoy. Exactly. And there's so many moms that are entrepreneurs and it's like showing, you know, I'm a mom and I'm juggling this and I'm juggling this and you can do it too, you know, and it's, it's letting other people connect with me too, as a person and who I am. Yeah. It's relatable. Exactly. Exactly. And it's important. Yeah. So how often should a business be posting on social media? So Like, I think consistency is very important. I tell my clients, you know, I'd be posting about five times a week. Like, I think the more you post, the more people are seeing you and they're being reminded, oh yeah, that business, you know what I mean? They're not forgetting about you. They're not forgetting who you are. And then they may think, oh, that service or that product, I'm interested in it, but I'm not ready to buy it. And then they they keep being reminded of it. Then they're like, okay. Like I know those programs that I signed up for that I didn't see till like the 10th time I saw it. And then I was like, okay, you know what I mean? Cause it kept coming in my face. 
you want to be consistent. You want to keep showing up. You want to keep showing value. Um, you don't want to disappear out of your business, you know, because people might not take you as seriously if you're not showing up for your own business. I think it is important to be posting at least like four to five times a week, but you do have a life as well. So take that time, take the weekend, take your family time. It's important. You know, some people just do like three posts a week and then are on their stories every day. It really depends what you want. I try to post about five times a week and I try to do stories every day. And let's talk about, you know, the never ending circle of the Instagram algorithm. What exactly is this and what strategies do you have to do to make it work to your advantage? Okay. So the algorithm is forever changing. I'd say, um, it's really staying up to date with, you know, the order of, so right now the, the algorithm dictates the order of the posts that users see when they're scrolling through their feed. So like based on specific signals, it prior prioritizes the best posts. So like pushing the most relevant ones towards the top and giving the most visibility, like while other content ends up being placed further down. So like it's, it's just staying up to date. It's always changing. So right now reels is really big. Like the algorithm loves reels. It loves short videos and like giving value, responding to comments, not just like short response, but actually like engaging with your audience. So if they're commenting on your post, you're responding to them with like an actual response mm -hmm. and, um, engaging with your followers. If you, um, click on the audience tab in your insights too, and scroll all the way down, you'll see a small section showing you when your followers are online. So you can view this information for days or by days of the week or by the hour on specific days. So like seeing when your audience is online and when you're posting to get the most out of your posts, it's really forever changing and you need to like stay up to date and research it. And that's why it's important to hire people who can like take that stress off you as well and like teach you those things or also like manage it for you. Yeah. Cause that's not, you don't get a manual when you sign up for Instagram and you're right. No. Like Instagram is now a business. It wasn't before. And it's, it's, like you said, it's ever changing and, and evolving and you have to be on top of that game. I never knew about that. It keeps track of what time your, your followers are online, the most different like days of the week, you know, and, and the numbers and stuff. And that's changing weekly too. I just learned that the other day and I thought, Oh my gosh, like, so, you know, posting at 7am in the morning, you might only be getting a certain amount of engagement versus like you said, like at 12 o'clock or something later in the day when more people like maybe are on lunch breaks or something like that. Exactly. And some people say, oh, this is the perfect posting time. Like some, some, you know, people on Instagram will say that, like, don't go by that because everyone's audience is different. You need to see when your audience is online, then post by, by that really, yeah. you know, it's according to who's following you and your audience and when they're online, you need to research your target audience. And one thing too, Amanda, I have to admit is that I do see you every day. And that's one thing that, you know, you want to stay relevant. You want to stay present. And when I'm scrolling, I see you. When I go on my stories, I see you and I'm clicking on it. And like you said, you're constantly popping up and reminding people, hello, I'm here. I'm, you know, which is what you should be doing. Um, but what do you recommend for creating viral content so that people notice you and you stand out? really it's value. Like the most posts that I get traction on is stuff where I'm giving value, educating people, giving them my, 
my tips, my tricks. So doing short videos on how to do things on Instagram or, you know, photography settings or giving, you know, education tutorials. It's, it's providing value to your audience where they're going to want to save those posts. They're going to want to share them. They're going to want to go back and reflect on them. Mm -hmm. That's what's important. You want to give value. So what does your target audience do a poll, figure out what they want to see from you, figure out what they want to know, then post about that. Here's another question for you, girl. Should you, should you be using hashtags on every post? I would be. Yes. I hashtag on every post um, because it puts you in those categories, right? It's like SEO analytics. It's, you know, you put those certain words according to your post and hashtags. And then when you search them on Instagram, you're following under those categories. If you don't have those hashtags, you're not falling under any category. Mm -hmm. And should everybody be jumping on TikTok and learning how to create Instagram reels? TikTok is different. Like I don't, I go on it the odd time, but I'm Instagram and Facebook. I do like TikTok, but um, like, I think it says like 41% is like ages from 15 to 24 that are on TikTok. So it's a younger generation. Um, I find TikTok is like a Pinterest basically of videos. It's showing you, you know, it's cool because like you get to learn a lot of stuff on it, but um figure out where your target audience is. Like where, like my audience is on Instagram. So I do a lot of my work on Instagram because those are where my followers are. That's where my audience is. So that's where I'm going to be posting to, you know, if you find you're getting a lot of traction on TikTok, then stick with TikTok. You got to figure out where your audience is and then post on that, you know, social media platform. And if it's on all of them, then that's great. And here's one thing that we've all been guilty of at some point or another, at least maybe some of us, um, throughout our social media lifespan, which is buying followers, participating in loops or friends that say follow for follow. So why do you think it's important to have and build organic followers versus participating in these other strategies to grow your following? Cause that stuff doesn't stick around. Those aren't people who are going to engage in your feed. They're not going to engage in your post. And you know, people do that. It happens. Like, don't feel like crap about it. Um, I get it. You want to grow your following. You think that's what it's about, but I'd rather have 200 followers that are like my actual clients that want to engage on my posts and like be there and be a part of my community than like thousands of followers where I don't know half of them are their robots, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's don't, don't focus on the followers. It's not about that. It's about, you know, growing your brand and developing a community around you and gaining clients. I saw this one thing too. I'm going to give a shout out to Megan Evans here because she had said, um, you know, you can comment and like all of Kim Kardashian's or all the Kardashian's posts as much as you want. And those people, celebrities will never comment like you back. That's just like all of those fake followers that, you know, the follow for follow or doing the loops and everybody follows back, but those aren't the ones that are going to comment and like on your post back. And I thought that is so true because like you said, you know, those 200 followers that are actually genuine and who want the best for you, they're going to like, they're going to comment, they're going to engage, they're going to support you. They're going to buy from you. Those exactly. random people, those aren't, they don't care. They don't know you from Adam. Exactly. Exactly. And you want people commenting. You want to, you want to move people. You want to support, you want a community around you. You want people supporting your business. You want, you want clients, you know, that's, that's what's important. That's what's going to support your business. That's what's going to, you know, that's, what's going to get you a paycheck. Like it's not, 
it's not uh it's who don't look at other people's followers don't don't focus on that don't focus on how many followers you get it's not about that it's about growing your brand sticking true to yourself you know um and providing value and you know just being true to who you are and who your brand is and here's another question i'm i've never really understood this what is a call to action Okay, so uh, it's a CTA is the short form for it, but you put that on the end of your post usually and it's it's giving a call to action to your audience. So, you know, DM to find more information or like this post or comment what, you know, your favorite food is. So it's giving an action to your audience. So it's engaging with your audience by telling them to do something at the end of your post. It's an action item to give them. All right, Amanda, so what's one piece of advice that you'd give to someone who's in the very beginning stages of building their business, especially during COVID? Honestly, just, you know, figure out what your mission is, figure out what your brand story is, you know, who you want to target, who your target audience is, and just start, just take that leap. Just, you know, don't give a shit about what anyone else tells you. Just do what you think is best for your brand and for yourself. And, you know, don't take anything to heart. Just stay in your own lane and focus on you. Focus on your brand. You're never going to really feel ready. Just take that leap and believe in yourself and build an awesome community around yourself and, you know, collaborate with all the great entrepreneurs in our community and you'll do great. Awesome. That is so true. All right, Amanda, we're going to now move on to my rapid 10. Are you ready? Yeah. Okay. So Facebook or Instagram? Instagram. Is that, is Snapchat still a thing? Uh, I don't really use it. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I feel like, I feel like Snapchat has had its day. Using it more, like, and the kids are using it more than like, you know what I mean? Exactly. All right, you're gonna have to pull your phone out for this one. What's your current screen time at? Today is six hours and 20 minutes. Oh, that's not bad. It could be worse. Yeah, that's not too bad actually. Uh, give up filters or Instagram stories? Ah, oh, filters, obviously. <laughs> Good for you. Should every business have a website? No. Oh, that's a good no. answer. Okay. Yeah. If you can't afford a website, I get it. Websites are going to up you to the next level, but you can sell your stuff on social media. Yes. Yes. Love it. Shopify or Etsy? Oh, that's a toughie. Oh, Etsy. <laughs> did you, so you said you're on TikTok, but did you ever make a TikTok video? Yep. Oh, do you have, do you have, quite a few. No, three. Three. <laughs> Were you ever on Vine? Yes. Yeah, me too. I uh, I was sad when Vine died. <laughs> All right, your phone again, Amanda. What was the last thing you googled and you have to be honest? Oh god. Okay. <laughs> the office is happening where he freaks out and he's like Oh my God, it's happening. Everyone stay calm. Cause I launched my website today and I posted that meme on my Instagram because that's how I was when I was posting today about my website. Nice. That is so relatable too. What's one of the strongest forms of marketing? Oh my God. Word of mouth. I'd say. 
Word you of mouth. Not just say that. Girl, word of mouth marketing. That's what I live by. I want to share my screen with you. I'm going to have to take a picture of this. I literally have in brackets after that word of mouth. <laughs> I'm a clocker girl. I believe in that. I can't believe you said that. This I'm going to have to take a screenshot of this after. That's wild. <laughs> yes, please do. <laughs> and what's one local business that you think everybody should know about? Uh, HA Video Productions, my new partner, Holly Allard. Yes. Oh, awesome. Shout out. Oh, that was so much fun, Amanda. I feel like I could talk to you forever, but I already just even found just chatting with you. I've learned so much more about social media and branding. And guys, this is just a snippet of what Amanda offers in her packages and services. Thank you so much, Holly, for having me. It's obvious. It's honestly an honor for being on this podcast. I've waited forever and hopefully someday we can meet in person and have a drink and do some girl chat. Yes, you, me, and Holly should all get together like for drinks after this and stuff and talk business and talk valley and all the all the things. Yes, girl, let's do it. All right. Well, tell everybody where they can find you on social media. You also just launched your new website today and how they can work with you. Okay, so you can find me on Instagram and Facebook at amandatalker.media. And my website is also amandatalker.media. Um, all my packages are on my new website. So go check it out. If you need any help with social media, um, branding, logo design, or professional photography, hit me up. Yeah, guys, she is your girl. Go support Amanda. And even if, you know, you just want to scroll and believe me, she, if she has not popped up on your page yet, guys, where are you? Obviously you're not on social media, but go follow Amanda. She's great. She's got some great content, great tips and advice, and she's just going to give you that positivity into your day. I mean, just listen to the podcast for heaven's sake. Anyways, <laughs> thanks everybody for tuning in today. Keep supporting our local babes here in the Ottawa Valley to help keep businesses open. And I'll be back next week. We'll see you guys then. This week's podcast episode has been sponsored by Bombshells Tattoo Studio. Tattoos, body piercing, and registered massage therapy. Book your next appointment with these bombshells at bombshellstattoos.ca. And Walsh's Nutrition. Jenna's got your health and wellness goals covered as she simplifies nutrition with real food. Check her out at walshnutrition.ca.